Are you stuck in the cycle of narcissistic abuse? And I don't just mean the cycle where he's idealizing you, devaluing you, discarding you, hoovering you, like recycling you and going back around. I'm talking about the cycle of you've noticed in your life a pattern of going back and forth to toxic individuals. Maybe at this point you're wondering, why am I attracting them? Like, am I a narcissistic magnet? Like, what is actually pulling them to me or me pulling them to them? Like, is my is my picker bad? Like, I'm just picking the wrong people. And you might have seen this cycle happen in your life over and over and over. Maybe it's transition from an overt narcissist to a covert narcissist to one that's out there to one that's more subtle. There's multiple different variations. But I want to ask you today, like, is this happening in your life where you're seeing and you're, you're understanding that you personally are struggling with being in cycles? Let's talk about that. First off, if you guys are new here, my name is Ben Taylor. I'm a self-aware narcissist on this channel to provide awareness, growth, healing, change, and development. I'm the founder of Realm Motivations and your guide in the 45-day Clarity Challenge you can access at claritychallenge.net. Inside this challenge, I break people free from narcissistic abuse mentally and emotionally by helping them break free of the trauma bond, the rumination, and ultimately the lies that you've been told and that you've been telling yourself for such a long period of time by being in a toxic relationship. Maybe some of you today resonate with this aspect of a cycle. We're going to dive in. We're going to talk to this today of understanding where it comes from, how it even started, and also how to actually work on breaking free from it. Now, when we talk about this cycle piece, we see this happen in relationships, oftentimes with people that are predisposed to being in a narcissistic relationship based on childhood, based on the things that have happened in your childhood. Maybe you didn't connect with your parents, or maybe your parents were narcissistic, or they were just putting you down or belittling you, or multiple things that oftentimes predispose you to be with a toxic person. When you get with a toxic person, it actually doesn't feel bad. It doesn't feel like different. It just feels safe, feels normal, feels regular because you're used to that type of environment based on the environment that you grew up in. Maybe it was from a work, like a boss. Maybe it was from parents. Maybe it's from family. Maybe it's from your educational system, whatever it might be. Then you get into these toxic relationships and it feels normal or it feels safe. And so you get out of the first relationship that was bad or that didn't seem to go as well, and you get into another one that ends up being just as bad and typically worse. Maybe not at the beginning, but typically develops even worse. And you've started to notice this cycle that's been happening where you've been going from person to person to person. It's actually isolated you from a lot of your friends and family because they start to realize like, hey, you're always getting into these relationships. We don't know how to help you. Like we keep saying, stay away from this person. You keep going back. You keep going back to the same toxic person or you keep getting with another toxic person and has slowly been isolating you. Maybe you've even got to a place where you're cycling through the same person over and over. And then you start to isolate yourself because you know if you tell your friends or if you tell your family, they're not going to be happy with you. They're going to be upset of like, don't you remember what he did to you? Don't you remember of how it felt? Don't you remember? Start listing off all these different things. And you are like, I'm just going to hide it. I'm not going to talk to people about it. I'm just going to like make sure it's swept under the rug. But you start to notice that you're in a cycle. Maybe even a cycle where it feels like addiction. You see, being in a toxic relationship with a narcissist ends up feeling a lot of times like you're an addict. An addict with this person. 
You're addicted to them. You're addicted to how he talks. You're addicted to the, the, the pieces that feel good, the love bombing aspects, the future faking, the aspect of like, we're going to have this future together. I think he's going to get better. It feels so amazing. The sex is great. All these different things will happen that will tell you different stories that will keep you stuck, that will make you think this is my soulmate. This is the person that I should be with. And you start to sell yourself on this version of reality. You start to sell yourself thinking, hey, this is who I need to be with. This is the connected point. This is the person that I need to have in my life. And it slowly isolates you from other people because you know that if you tell your friends, if you tell your parents, if you tell some family member, they're going to be upset at you. So you're like, well, I I just, I, I won't let them know. You've seen this a lot of times where you have grown kids that that know and have seen the abuse that happened in the relationship, and then you go back to the toxic abuser, or you get with another toxic abuser. The kids have been like, hey, don't get with this person. You do anyways. And then the kids start to pull aside, pull away. You have to lie to your kids. You have to isolate from your kids. I want to ask you for a moment, like, how has this actually affected you? How, what does this actually cost you over the past couple of years living in this cycle, living in this back and forth? Because a lot of times people don't consider it and don't think that it's that big of a problem. They're just like, yeah, like he abuses me. Yeah, it's not the greatest. But I want to ask you for a moment, like what does it cost you showing up as a liar? You're like, ooh, you're calling the victim a liar? Well, if you're in a relationship with a narcissist, you're in a relationship with a toxic person, you're hiding it you're isolating from other people, then yeah, you're a liar. Like, let's just be real and let's be honest and let's just deal with the facts. If you have something that's going on and you're hiding it from other people, that's omission and that's lying. How has this actually affected you? Like, how is this stress and anxiety, not just of the relationship, but just how you've had to show up in relationships, in work, in, in your family life, hiding the fact that you're cycling through this person? That you're breaking up, getting back together, breaking up, getting back together. Now you're back with, you don't want to actually admit it to your kids because your kids would be really pissed off at you because of how they were affected by him and how you've been affected by him when your, your kids were at home. And you start to see this happen more and more. So I want to ask you, what is the cost? How has it affected your relationship with the kids? How has it pulled you away from friends and family? How has the anxiety like riddled you when you're trying to make sure that you keep your story straight? How has the stress affected you when you've tried to show up at work and all this stuff is going on underneath the surface and you can't tell anybody because they already knew you left them to start off with, but now you're back. Now you're cycling with the same person or maybe with a different person that's just as toxic. We see people that get into these cycles over and over and over again, and it destroys you. Kills your self-confidence, makes you feel like you're the problem, makes you feel like you're worthless, makes you feel like it's all you when it has nothing to do with you. But we see this happen over and over and over again. So if this is happening to you, or if you're seeing this happen to a friend of yours, type in cycle into the chat. Just put cycle down there and let other people know, hey, this is something that other people are struggling with as well. This is something that I'm struggling with as well. I'm seeing this. There is a cycle there. One of the biggest and, and, and most profound, even though simple advices I ever got told to me in my entire life, was I was talking to a, a friend's mom like a long time ago when I was back in high school. And I was talking about like this thing that just kept happening over and over and over and over. And I was just frustrated with it. And she was like, if you want to get out of this, you need to break the cycle. That was all she said. 
I don't even remember anything else, but I just knew that I had to do something different and I had to break the cycle. Now, did I learn from that? No, but it still stuck with me for many years. Now I've been learning from it now. But this whole aspect of like, you have to break the cycle, which means you have to get to a place where you go no contact. You have to get to a place where you decide what do I need to do to work on me so I don't pick the next person that's toxic. So I don't keep going through the same thing over and over of trying to find this person that's going to love me the right way and it's not out there. Like I keep getting like stuck with these bum people, like these people that just aren't cutting it, that aren't actually the, the right person, aren't actually showing love. They don't have empathy. They don't have this care. I'm cycling through it. It seems like every person in my life has been narcissistic. So if we've noticed this cycle, one, you're going back to the same person multiple times two, three, four, five, six, 10, or you're going through multiple people that you say, and you look back on, you're like, these people are narcissistic. What do we need to change? Okay. This is the part where a lot of survivors run away from, because it means if you actually want to have change in your life, if you want to actually grow and develop who you are, we have to take a look at you, not just the narcissist, not just the things that he did to you. Do they matter? hundred percent. Like, are they valid in hurting you? 100%. Will you understanding all these things help you not pick the next person? Half the time. But it doesn't always guarantee or mean that you're actually going to get your healing. Understanding that you're first in a cycle, obviously, is one of the big keys that you need to know and you need to see to start off with. But then starting to do something about it means you have to start working on your thought process your brain function of what's actually going on on a day-to-day -day basis because otherwise you'll get in a good relationship happens all the time people get out of a toxic narcissistic relationship they get in a good healthy loving relationship and you leave the relationship or you cheat on them because you're like this feels boring it's gonna feel boring for a little bit because you're addicted to toxicity you're addicted to the highs and the lows of being with someone who's going to push and pull you back and forth to make you feel these highs and these lows and all of different things that happen inside a narcissistic relationship. And so when you get into a quote unquote normal, healthy relationship, you're like, I don't even know what to do. Don't want to encourage you first and foremost to break the cycle, which means you actually need to spend some time probably alone, not with anyone, not investing in anyone, but investing in you, investing in you, rewiring your mindset, working on the story that you've been telling yourself, working on the need for validation of someone else coming into your life to validate you and make you feel better about yourself, working on self-love, working on how to actually set up healthy boundaries so that you can be free from going back to that toxic person and not get with another toxic person down the road. But all of this takes time and energy to put into you. And if you're not willing to do that, then expect the cycle just to continue to happen. Like I'm very clear on a lot of my videos and I'm very blunt in a lot of ways. So I need you to understand it just as normal as you hear on any other video. Like if you're not willing to work on you, to work on your healing, your growth, your change, your development, and you've seen a cycle of this happen over and over and over, don't be surprised if it happens again. I'm not victim blaming. I'm not victim shaming. I'm not putting you down. I'm saying, let's look at the evidence. If you've already had the cycle happen multiple times and you still refuse to work on you, do not be surprised if it happens again. 
You see this happen a lot of times in relationships. The question is, are you actually willing to grow and transform your own life so that it stops happening? If you're ready to do that and you're ready to move forward in your growth and your development, then go to claritychallenge.net. It's a 45-day Clarity Challenge that we put together that has a lot of information packed into it to help you maximize your growth, maximize your development to get to the place that you can actually be free. Be free from the toxic person that has been controlling and manipulating you for such a long period of time. The question is, are you willing to actually take that step or do you want to stay in the same cycle? Go to claritychallenge.net today. Thank you